love, how you doing? I hope you're well and welcome to the Light of Speed podcast where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a leadership coach and social worker. And today, I want us to listen again to a previous episode on hope. In our current state, I just believe this is exactly what we need. So listen in and enjoy. We are faced with daily challenges, not only due to external things like our family and our friends and the co-workers and the hostile environments, politics, our community and our society at large, but also the solid frustrations and disappointments. You know, the things that you're not going to post on social media It's it's what keeps you up at night. And what hits you first thing in the morning when your feet hit the floor? And I don't know about you, but I have had countless disappointments over the years and multiple expectations that were not met to the degree that hope was almost lost. In the book of Proverbs, it shared a truth that hope deferred makes the heart sick. And when I think of the heart sick, I think of being burnt out, exhausted, uh, not really wanting to expect anything because you don't want to be disappointed again. You become completely apathetic where you become numb. Your heart is sick. So today, my desire is to bring some healing to your heart so that it's not sick anymore. I want to encourage you to hope again, to see, feel, and experience hope in a new light. I want to share some of my lessons learned of how I have been able to maintain and sustain my hope. And I have to tell you, what stirred up my heart to talk about hope was last week I was watching Maya Angelou on YouTube. And it immediately reminded me of the last time I saw her in person before she died. And she was talking about rainbows and our clouds. Oh, my gosh. I remember her so vividly with this heavy voice filled with wisdom. And she was singing, when it looked like the sun wasn't going to shine anymore. God put a rainbow in the clouds. (laughs) She spoke of our hope being found in people that God placed in our lives to look to in those most difficult moments, in those cloudy days. I immediately thought of all of the spectrum of colorful people who had been rainbows in my clouds. And one that stands out is the man I call daddy. He was actually my grandfather. They adopted me. But he was a man larger than life itself, who was so loving and strong. He could build anything and grow anything with his own hands. And his ability to read clouds, to predict weather better than Channel (laughs) 4, even though he only had a sixth grade education, 
He was an avid reader of eschatology and just reading anything, including the word of God, the Bible. And because of his limited education, he would often have me read and then he would expound and interpret. What I remember more than anything is his strong belief in his faith through prayer. I recall him kneeling at the living room couch every morning and every night, what felt like hours. It was just his time talking to God. And even after he became debilitated with Alzheimer's, it did not cripple his spirit. He would still talk to God and sing hymns, remembering every verse And in those moments where he seemed the most lost in his memories that kept getting confused with his reality, he found peace in the presence of God. And he instilled within me a love for reading and his faith, which led me to not only get my Ph.D., but a relationship with God. So now when faced with multiple health challenges like today, When I have my cloudy days, I see that God put several rainbows in my clouds, and one of them is my daddy. From this rainbow, hope springs up and clears away the clouds, and I find strength to face another day. So love, who are you? Who are the rainbows in your clouds? Think about it, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, and I'm ready to continue this beautiful discussion about hope. But what is it really? Well, society will say that it's wishful thinking, but I tell you, I have learned it is so much deeper than that. Hope builds anticipation where you're looking forward to something. You know, like when you're looking forward to that vacation, Even though it may be six months from now, you start marking days on your calendar. (laughs) You immediately put in your PTO (laughs) because hope builds that anticipation. You start looking at what am I going to do and what I'm not going to do when I get there. I start looking at the weather, checking out flights. You know, I start booking stuff because I have hope of days filled with rest and relaxation. Hope builds anticipation. But also, did you know that hope builds character? It builds this tenacity that you have to keep moving, keep living, keep expecting. It builds character. It allows you to make sound decisions because you're not operating with a sense of fear or disappointment. You're not afraid to take risk and to step out. Because you know you have hope of something better. Hope changes your perspective. Where I'm not so focused on the problem, but I'm focused on the outcome. Hope empowers you to be bold. You know what I'm saying? Like bold to step into that new relationship or to start that new job or start this a new venture or, you know, anything that would have in the past may have caused you to shy away. But you decided, you know what? I'm going to write it. I'm going to do it because I have hope 
Hope encouraged you to live with intention. You live with intention. You know, like I said, when you're ready to take that vacation, you work with intention. Like I got to get all of this done because I have something that I'm expecting, I'm anticipating. And that is the beauty of hope that makes you smile (laughs) even during your frustration because you have hope. Hope is something that it really is something that is tangible. But the question is, how do you nurture hope when you feel like it's not as strong as it used to be? A couple of things that I found when researching is that you need to list your strengths. List the things that you're good at, because sometimes we are so disappointed with ourselves that we begin to attach to our identity that we are failures. No, you're not a failure. You may have failed at a few things, but don't forget about all of the wonderful strengths and abilities that you have. You're not being cocky. You're not being arrogant. You're being confident. And in your confidence, you find hope again. Create affirmations, remind yourself of who you are, remind yourself of what you want to hope in and surround yourself with people of hope. Now, I'm not saying get rid of the people who are negative, but you should have more people who are positive than negative people who are willing to encourage you to hope when you don't want to. Focus on things that will empower you. You know, what, what new book do you need to read? What new workshop or webinar or masterclass do you need to attend? And pray or meditate. Yes, remember, that was what my daddy did. That is how he kept his hope as a black man in our society because he understood the power of prayer. He believed in what was bigger than him. So I encourage you to look for that time to settle yourself, to ground yourself in prayer and meditation. And as I was also researching in his book, The Third Door, Alex Benayan writes, the success is like a nightclub. Now, I ain't never been to one, but this is what he said. There are always three ways in. He explains it like this. There's a first door, the main entrance, where 99% of the people wait in line and hope to get in. The second door is the VIP entrance where the billionaires and celebrities slip through. But no one tells you there is always, always a third door. It's the entrance where you have to jump out of line, run down the alley, bang on the door a hundred times, crack over the window, sneak through the kitchen. There is always a way. People without much hope keep trying the same ineffective approaches over and over again, even when they fail to produce the desired outcome. And all I'm encouraging you to do, and that's what he encouraged, is think of some alternative pathways to get to what you want. If you're gritty and adaptive, you'll get it. You just have to be willing to try something that could fail and fail and fail again. But you've decided I'm going to be creative because see, research has found a link between hope and creative thinking. So if you're struggling to make progress, create a list of strategies that you haven't tried. It's okay if they seem absurd at first, absurd, but you know, sometimes thinking of the worst ideas can lead you to the best ones. Remember I was talking about my dad and how he could build anything. Do you know he took a 1908 car (laughs) and built it 
from the ground up. Like he literally, it literally was just a shell. He built a motor and put it in there. Honey, he even had a whole stereo system built in with this red leather that he had plastered on it. He was creative. And he knew how to stretch a dollar because he was born during the depression and he wasn't born and didn't live with much as he was growing up. So he knew how to be creative. And see, I realize now that that's a part of the rainbow in my cloud. I know how to be creative. I know how to take chicken and make it five ways. That is the creativity that you have. And what I also encourage is that you unplug. Yes, it's good to be informed, but it's also important to be aware that the news stories and the social media posts can consume and shape your view of the world that you lose hope. I remember one day I was on the plane and I was reading a book about spiritual warfare and this guy that sat beside me, he noticed I was reading it and he was like, why would you read about that? Can't you tell the enemy is winning? Is getting darker and darker by the day. And I looked over him and I smiled and I said, it's all about your perspective and your view. It may look like (laughs) it's dark everywhere, but you're missing the light that is continuing to shine. And I promise you good always wins. There are always more with us than are against us. There is always more light than there is darkness. But if you're consumed, by all that you see in this world, it can shape your worldview. And the thing is, is that you have to intentionally log off social media. Did you know that can actually save you from some things? Think of it like social distancing for your brain. Just as in your physical space, you can be mindful of what you're doing online in a way that you never have before. Step back a minute. Think about the perspective that you are observing and that you are absorbing. And seek out the good. Research shows that humor can help with hope, particularly when you're going through a hard time. So when you're going through something, it does not help you to be looking around at everything else that's sad and depressing and dark. Stop reading all of that stuff and look for some relief. Your brain, your mind, your heart needs relief. It needs comic relief, even if you just got to laugh at yourself and What I also encourage you to do is frame failure as feedback. When you lose hope in your future, then you have what Carol Dweck calls a fixed mindset or the belief that our traits and our abilities can't be changed. So in order to have a no limits mindset, a belief that you can grow through hard work and perseverance, you have You must have hope that the future can get better. And when you have hope, you experience setbacks differently because you don't get angry with them. You don't, they don't cause you to just shut down, but you say, what do I need to learn so that I can make my future better? This doesn't mean that you're not bummed when it happened. It just means that you know how to emotionally regulate and cope. And when you experience failure, give yourself the space to recover And then look at how you could improve. Also, I want to encourage you to instill hope in others. Psychologist Keltner explains that because of how our brains are wired, when we give hope to others, we derive pleasure that's as strong as when we receive hope. 
So go and offer hope to someone for their sake and yours. Focus on the people that you love. Connect with them. Serve them. The most sustainable hope is the kind that you can spread. Yes, just like you thought of all the rainbows in your clouds, you can turn around and be a rainbow in someone else's clouds. So, honey, it's time to shine. It's time to be a rainbow and it doesn't have to be anything major. Just live your life. Give an encouraging word. Give a smile. Give a hug. Connect. Serve. Look for someone who needs to be encouraged. Look for those who look empty so that you can fill them with inspiration. And that is how you become a rainbow in someone else's cloud. Well, that's all we have time for today. And we'll pick up next week on Wisdom Wednesday with a new episode, Shedding Light on... You have to wait and see. (laughs) Please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing in whatever platform they use, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I share weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. And I would love to hear from you. So please join and inbox me on The Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to The Light of Speed team, Captivate and music by It's What Are by Pixabay. Until next time, keep shining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.